classroom. In the classroom. Hey, what we doing in the classroom? Oh, okay. I guess I'll start. Here we go. Here we go. I am on the podcast in the classroom. I am really kind of trash in the. (laughs) (laughs) You already know what it is. Uh, Welcome to God's United Podcast. Back at it again with another podcast. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Best day of the week. Best. Honestly, any day is a great day. You know what I'm saying? That's facts. Because this is the day that the Lord, that the Lord has, has made. made. So I will rejoice, rejoice and be glad in it. Yes, sir. Amen. 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 A to the man. Amen. Amen. It's lit. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Oh, my goodness. Well, last week, uh, for for the dedicated ones, you would have noticed that uh, we dropped a day early. Couldn't wait. <laughs> we couldn't wait. I mean, the podcast I, yeah, was too yeah. good. Thing. Had to drop that thing. Erk. Actually, your boy just made a mistake when we were posting that thing. Yeah, it don't even matter. What right. point is the, the podcast was out. So good. Had to get that thing out early. You know what I'm saying? If it's meant to be. And for those of you guys that didn't uh, check out last week's podcast, I would go ahead and recommend now is your time. Go ahead and hop off this podcast. Go find last week's podcast <laughs> called Run It Back. And run, it run that thing. Run it, run it, run it, back. Run it back. I mean, it was, it was good though. That was I a mean, good one. It was a good podcast. You know what I'm saying God was moving. Revelation as he was do. coming. He moved. He moving this podcast. I already know. He he with us. We do this. It's called God's United Podcast for a reason. It's God's United Podcast. Facts. It's God's. It's all Him. And we we can't do this without Him. I don't want to do this if He said mm-hmm. don't do it. You know what I'm saying? Hundred percent facts. I, I can't be. I can't go where the Lord is not. I can't do what the Lord not trying to do in my life. If I gotta, God is not in it, I ain't with it. Facts. If it ain't His will, you ain't gonna see me. <laughs> That's a fact. Mm. What would it God? So, uh, I mean, I didn't go lie. I was talking to Bree the other day. No, I asked her this question, and she was, and I was like, "You ain't even listened to the last few podcasts we put out." And she was like, "Yeah, because the beginning be so boring before y'all get into it." <laughs> and I was like, and she was playing, but I was like, "Wow, that's crazy! <laughs> wow, clearly you ain't listening in a minute because we just be getting right into this thing, honestly." Facts. Like today, we about to hop on in, hop right into this thing. You know what I'm saying? So, Holy Spirit, do what you do. You know what I'm saying? Do speak through us, Holy Spirit. We come to you. Use us. Use our words to speak your words, Holy Spirit. Give us a new perspective, a new understanding so that we can translate it and, and communicate it in, in such a way that the listener can grab a hold of it and run with it, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 I do want to just um, kind of point out uh, one of the things you, you mentioned last week, I think, came Which straight was? out of your spirit. when Which you know, was? Because we didn't really have time to just like really dissect di- it, di- yeah. digest, dissect, digest and dissect it. But what so did I say? just talking about the story, the story of Peter walking on mm. the water mm. and uh, just in that moment, in that moment, we never heard Jesus say, Peter, come. He simply said one word. Come and so 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 let's 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 paint this picture for a second. So so we understand um, Jesus uh, 
they they're all they're traveling they're in their traveling ministry they're traveling to the next town they gotta travel by boat jesus says you know go ahead go ahead um I'm, i just i need some me time for a second i spent i gotta spend some time with i gotta the spend some time with the father something so, jesus regularly did and so he sent them ahead and uh as they're on the boat they are um as they're on the boat there's there's a storm, you know, it's raining, it's doing its thing. But the big thing is they see what they think is a ghost walking on the water. And uh, this is important because a lot of times yeah. in this day and time. Um, if you're on a boat and you see like a figure, they 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 associate that with death. And so yeah. they think somebody's so about they, to die. Yeah, they like that's just that was the, you know, that, that was just known in that time. So they saw, mm, <laughs> they saw. Sheesh. They saw something that they equivalented with death. Mm. Though it was the one and true living God walking mm. on water. And so as Jesus is walking towards walking towards the boat, um, you know, they're freaking out because again, they think someone they think someone's about to die. And um, they call out to they call out to the figure what they see, and um, Jesus tells them he's like, yeah, you know, it's me, <laughs> it's 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 me. Stop tripping. Yeah, it's Jesus. And Peter, just thinking about Peter, and how like, and it may not have even been like a, a conscious thing where he was thinking. Um, because I know a lot of ministers, when they talk about this story, they they talk about how Peter understood that uh, it, it's safer for me to be next to Jesus than in this boat. But like, I, I think I don't even think it was it was that deep, honestly. Like in that moment, I feel like Peter was probably just like, "Yo, if that's you, like, c- like call me out. I, like, I want to be out there with you. Like, I, like, because I, again, like." I gotta be. I gotta be with God. I've got Thanks. to be with God. So if God is not in this, I ain't with it. Like it's as mm-hmm. simple as that. Mm-hmm. And so He says, "Come." Facts. We see. I, 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 I got. I got the Bible here, and it, <laughs> and it says it's in Matthew fourteen. Where you find that Bible at? Where, where was that? Like, hey, bro, I keep that thing on me, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's a big old Bible. I keep yeah. it on me, bro. Yeah, you weren't holding that in your pocket. That's not a pocket hey, Bible. I keep it on me. Right. It's on me. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? So, um, I know y'all can't see his, this Bible right now, but like, it is a diesel. It's bo- a diesel it's a, Bible. It got a lot of commentary. <laughs> it got a lot of, <laughs> a lot it is of commentary. It is big. But um, okay, so it's uh, you found the scripture. Yeah, yeah, Matthew 14, and the story starts on in 22. But I'm going to go to 26. It says, when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified. They said, it's a ghost, they said. And they cried out in fear. Immediately, Jesus spoke to them. Have courage. It is I. (laughs) Have courage. It is I. Do not. Don't be afraid. And then in 28, Lord, if it's you, Peter answered him command me to come to you on the water 29 or yeah 29 he said come yeah, he just, he just said come so so and even going back to like jesus starting with don't be afraid don't be 
afraid. Don't worry. <laughs> I don't know because, uh, and it's interesting because a lot of people like anytime an angel popped up, anytime like any um, like supernatural spiritual being showed up, that the was like first the first thing, thing they, they, say, they say. Don't, don't be, be afraid. afraid. Um, they look different. <laughs> It's crazy, but so don't be afraid. And then, so so the point that you made last week, um, you said uh, Jesus. Jesus said one simple word: "Come." And Peter stepped out on the water. He had the mm-hmm. faith. Of, he mm-hmm. had the type of faith that understood mm-hmm. that if Jesus said it, I can do it. If Jesus said it. Like there, there are no, no more questions. There, there are no more questions that need to be had. Like if Jesus said it, I can do it. Mm -hmm. And so Jesus said, come and he stepped out. But something you said that I think is super profound is that Peter was the only one that responded. Facts. The invitation was, was out for like for everybody. It was endless. Like any one of them could have stepped out and, just thinking about the picture of if um, if the others would have took that step as well, how much stronger the unity would Facts. have been in that moment. Because Facts. we know there's there's strength in unity, mm-hmm. and when you know you've got a group of people that that say, Gotta "Okay, we're all taking together. this step in faith," yeah. um, like the, the the strength in that, the strength. Because uh, take it back to the Tower of Babel, the Tower of Babel, they. There, everybody was in unity in Genesis eleven. Yes, Genesis eleven. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. The they they were all they were like let's build four fives. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's eleven. Yeah, if not, it's something like that. Y'all y'all can fact check me if you want to. <laughs> just just read all of it. <laughs> just, just read all. <laughs> Somewhere between because Noah starts in chapter four, mm-hmm. um, and it yeah I think it goes up into the. Yeah, or it might be. Ten. I'm pretty sure it's eleven though. Anyways, but yeah, so in the Tower of Babel, like everybody in the world is like, "Hey, let's let's stay here and build a tower to the heavens." And God was like, "Oh, all right. They really doing this thing. They really not going to do what I told them to do and keep going, spread the whole world and multiply." But this was what I want to do. Uh, now I got to put some. I got to do something. I got to split y'all's. I got to change y'all's tongue because if I don't. The unity that y'all have will actually bring y'all will actually do what y'all are trying to do and y'all will get to heaven based off work. And see, and it's interesting. So. So being so seeing that that power in unity and I mean, God, God knew that from the jump. And like, we got to understand there's nothing. Obviously, there's nothing wrong with unity. Unity is of a, course, it's that's, a biblical principle. That's, it's a kingdom. We need unity. It's kingdom culture. But in that sense, though, in that time, go ahead. Well, you, well, yeah, because before, so before all of this happened, before the bow, the Tower of Babel um, was, you know, the flood. That was like mm-hmm. the that was that was what happened right before that. So, yep. so this the, this group, this people group, they all came from Noah. Like this yep. is. Ham, this is Noah, Sham. Ham, Sham, like the the kids. They like yep. they they're repopulating, and um, God told them straight up, repopulate. Like the same thing he told he told Adam and Eve. He said, populate the earth, and he said he said be spread. And out. He actually and and yeah, and God specifically told them to separate and spread out and go across so that you can repopulate the earth. Yeah. But they actually decided to let's stay, stay here. in one spot. Let's stay here and make our name great. Because they said, let's stay here and make a make a great name for ourselves. Yeah, they 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 took they took control for themselves. They said, let's do this for ourselves. 
And they decided to build that because they were all in one dialect. And, and it just shows how far you can get with, with just everybody in the same room agreeing on something. Like, yeah, unstoppable. If, if everybody came in on a Sunday and was like, okay, today I'm going to lift my hands. And if such everybody in the room is like, let's lift our hands today, the presence of God in that room will be so heavy, so thick, so so real, but it takes the 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 agreement, and that's why we say whenever you lift your hands, lift your hands because somebody else may be like, oh, they lifting their hands, I can do that too, and so on and so on, so on, because yes. that that's exactly how things work. Breakthrough that comes through that, mm-hmm. and so the the unity in that is just it's so powerful, and then. And so thinking about, you know, if, if the other disciples would have just tapped out. into that, you know, tapped into that opportunity, like, I don't know, I'm just a type of person. Like, I, I, I want God. Like, I, I want, I want what he has. It's funny. I was talking to a guy one time. Um, I don't even remember who it was. I was talking to somebody. It was when, while I was in college. Um, but he was talking about how hungry he was. Like he was in college going to uh, Bible school and he was talking about how hungry he was and like how he jumped at every opportunity. So like anytime he was in a service and there was an altar call, like he went down I'll front, like he was like, I'm, I'm going, yeah. I want it. And he said, <laughs> he said there was one time, um, like, cause half the time he didn't even like wait to hear what the altar call was. He just like, he was about it. Yeah, I'm just He's like, get, I know yeah. if, if God, if, if, if God is offering something to his people, I want it. Mm. Uh, but the altar call was like, um, they opened the altar for people that are struggling with same sex attractions <laughs> and he, said, he went straight down. <laughs> He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm with it. So. But that's, that's how we gotta be though. Like Yeah, just so hungry. Regardless that, of this, regardless of that. Like I want Jesus, man. And understanding that if God if God says come, if he opens if he gives an invitation, an open invitation, we've got to tap into that thing. Mm. We've got to tap into it. Mm. I just I don't know. I feel like I feel like Christians, especially like Christians that grew up in church. I feel like we have, uh, we take for granted sometimes and we, um, I don't know. I, I feel like we, we miss opportunities sometimes. You know, we talked a little bit about this this past Sunday. I was uh, talking about the, the young rich man, um, that, young uh, rich ruler that came up to Jesus and asked him, you know, what must I do to gain eternal life? And Jesus said, you know, simple, you know, just uh, obey the law of Moses. He said, all right, bet. But like, which ones? And he said, um, it's, he said, uh, you know, don't kill, don't steal, uh, don't commit adultery, honor your mother and father, love your neighbor as yourself. Blah, he was blah. like, oh, bet, I, I did them things. And see, and that goes to show you that he knew the word of God. Like Facts. he was a, yeah. you know, he was a Christ follower. He, you know, he knew God. Um, and so... I feel like a lot of Christians fall into that same category where we know God. We've spent a lot of time um, learning the word of God. We grew up in church and we, you know, we, we live this life. And then the next thing that Jesus tells him, he's like, cool. If you truly want to tap into the fullness, take all your possessions, sell them, give it to the poor and come follow me. And he couldn't do it. And walked away with shame. I feel like there's a lot of people. Yeah, that's a good point, too. The fact that he, because he didn't do it, because he couldn't do it, mm-hmm. he had shame 
he had shame that he left with but but i feel like there are so many so many people so many christians that miss out on god's fullness miss out on the opportunities that you know that jesus gives us because you know for whatever reason we're not willing to we're not willing to give everything up for god's sake we mm-hmm. we feel like like this young rich man had had you know all uh, a successful business he had this he had that and so we feel like you know part of us we feel like we built this ourselves or yeah. we you know we did something to earn this um earn this and so we have a hard time giving yeah. it up but there's so many people that miss out because they're not willing to give they're it all too up. caught up on on themselves or whatever not might not even be themselves it's just whatever they're they see because being a being a Christ follower, you got to do things backwards. Yeah, you got to do things backwards. Uh, there's a scripture that talks about Jesus. Jesus became poor so that we may become rich. And a lot of people talk about the prosperity gospel, talking about oh Jesus became poor so we be so we could become rich, like we're like we're rich, like that means money and all this different stuff, cars and planes and all this different stuff. And the prosperity gospel, I mean, me personally, I've never had an issue with the prosperity gospel. Like I hear people talking about it and this and that, and I've never, I've never really looked into it too much to, to to really care because i mean at the at the end go ahead the way i see it at the end of the day there's there's one gospel Mm -hmm. there's one gospel in that gospel i believe that god is going to provide everything that i need to uh to do what i'm called to do so Mm -hmm. to share the gospel to um to to love love my neighbor so like whatever that looks like i'm not so i don't think it looks like one certain thing and i feel like um people have mixed the quote unquote prosperity gospel with like the American dream. And, yeah. you know, like, it's just, like, it's and, not about that. Like, and I feel like if you go into the prosperity gospel, you get to the point to the rich young ruler was you get to that place. Cause I mean, God, you bless me with cars, money, all this different stuff. And then you get to the point to where like, God is like, okay, but give that away, sell it all. And then you're in the point to where like, Mm-hmm. Am I going to am I going to trust God? I mean, because you, you believe God and you had a relationship with him. But I. I know for a fact that that scripture, when it says that God, Jesus became poor, that we may become rich is not talking about strictly money. Yes, yeah. you could you can come from the under you can get the understanding of money in that in that scripture. But it's talking about God, God. All God, Jesus was, which is all God, seated, seated at the right hand of the Father. In the beginning was the Word, and the words were with God. In the beginning, when God created Adam and Eve, He said, "Let's make man in our image." <laughs> Let's make man in our image. Talking to Holy Spirit and Jesus. So uh, them three were like, "Let's do this thing," because He was there with Him in the beginning. He was all God in the power. And whenever Adam and Eve ate the fruit, they Jesus knew God was like, "All right, bet. Are you ready to do what you got to do?" And Jesus was like, yeah. So the, the 400 or however, however long it took for us to get to the, the, the New Testament, after all of that, Jesus, it was time for Jesus to do his thing. He, he, he stripped himself of his God deity. Everything that he did on this earth, he did, he did in, the pow- in the power of the Holy Spirit. 
He did just how we, he did everything that, how we can do it. He, he striped himself. He, he became poor. He said, I'm going to take away my God being and I'm going to do things like them. I'm going to live like them. I'm going to take off everything. I'm going I'm to I'm become poor so that they could become rich because it's not about money. Right now, sitting in with, with, with barely any money in my bank account, I know I'm rich. Because it's not about the, the, the numbers, the zeros, the commas in my bank account. It's not about where, where I live. It's not about what I drive. It's not about any of that. It's about I have Jesus Christ. This book, this Bible, it has so much knowledge because knowledge is, is, is true, is, is, is true. Uh, I, I can't even think of the word right now, but, but it's not about money. It's not about physical things. It's I'm rich in the spirit. Knowledge is true wealth. Yes, knowledge is true wealth, and there is no knowledge that is being withheld from us. The only thing is, is that if I want knowledge, I have to go dig for that yeah, knowledge. Yeah, dig for that thing. I have to get in the Bible and ask the Holy Spirit, show me where your knowledge is, because the Word of God says the fear of God is the beginning of knowledge. And so if I don't even fear the Lord, then I don't even have any knowledge yet. Mm read proverbs and you'll you'll get there yeah but it's gonna take a, a process of you understanding and 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 revelation and you not understanding and there's things in the bible that you don't like and why is this here and why is this like this because it's not about this living this christ's life is not it's not easy it's not it's not you're you're the jesus himself said you're going to see you're gonna see persecution they're going to be struggles. They're going to be things in this earth that, that just happen. And sometimes we, we, we have a say, sometimes we don't, and we got to live with that, but yeah. we're rich. We're rich. We, God became poor so that we may be rich, not just with money. Cause if God said, give it all away, what am I going to do? Hold on to it. No, I got to get that away. Cause it was never mine in the first exactly. place. Exactly. It was never mine. And see, and if we, if we look at life that way and just understand that everything I've got is a good gift from God, like it, it ain't no thing. If God say, okay, like I need you to give your car to this family in need <laughs> bet that's fine. Cause you know, he, the only reason I got it anyways. And if he, if he provided once, he'll provide again. So like, mm -hmm. ain't, ain't got no, ain't got no fears. That's the thing. Like God is just, God is waiting for someone to believe. And I know I said that last week. God is just waiting for someone to believe and step out. God found faith in Noah because he knew that Noah would be willing to do what God was calling him to. God found faith in Abraham because he knew that he would he could get him to the place to where he fully trusted him so he could become the father of faith. God trusted Joseph uh, mm, Joseph with the coat, but also Joseph with uh, Jesus' father. Yeah, AKA Jesus stepdad. Jesus' stepdad. <laughs> like, like there's so many times in the Bible where where God has to pull people to get to a place to where they understand and understand who who their God is. Like, like uh, what's his name? Mighty Man of Valor. Uh, you Mighty Man of Valor. What what was what was Nehemiah? Not Nehemiah. But Nehemiah is another one. Uh, he was. Oh, you're talking about Gideon. 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 Yeah, Gideon. He 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 was. I'm the lowest of the low. Uh, my family's the the, small, the lowest in the clan. The 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 smallest in this whole community. I'm the smallest here. I'm the weakest here. So I'm the lowest of the low. But God said, No, you're a mighty man of valor. Yeah. 
You, you, you have a purpose. You have a calling. I have placed leader inside of you. I have placed the gift of leadership inside of you. And now if you stick with me, if you stick with God, I'm going to get you to the place to where you see yourself, not as you, you currently see yourself, but as I see you. And that is exactly what this is about. Yesterday I was working at uh, JB's. I'm working at JB's and I'm just like I'm praying in tongues, just doing my thing. Just uh, we slow and I'm just chilling. But but I close my eyes. And as I close my eyes. Mm, the word says we walk by faith and not by sight. The word says that we are called to walk by faith and not by sight. When I open my eyes, I see I'm sitting at Agape Faith Church. I'm in a place to where. I'm sitting next to my my brother. We're making a podcast, but when I close my eyes, what do I see? I don't I don't see the, the current situation. I see my family. I see my wife. I see my children. I see the car that I'll be driving. I see the house that my family will live in. I see, I see, I see wealth. I see money. I see all these different things coming to me because I walk by faith and not by sight. I don't see it yet, but I know that my God has a plan for my life. I know that God has a plan for everything that I'm doing. And so when I close my eyes, I got to live by faith and not by sight. So that means regardless of what I see, I cannot see my myself is where I am. I cannot see myself in my current situation. I believe that God has a bigger, greater plan because the word says that 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 you will not leave this world the same way I came into this world. I will not leave this world the same way I came into this world. I will not leave this world. And these are things because the word you got to preach to yourself more than you preach to anybody. <laughs> Yes. You got to get this, these, this scripture inside of you and you got to tell your flesh what it does not want to hear. I'm not going to stay up to past three o'clock because I'll be tired in the morning. I won't be able to go to my, 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 my appointments in the morning. And why am I saying all this? Because we have to get a picture of what God has called us to, or I don't even know what God is calling me to, but there's a general, a general direction that he's calling everybody. That's to him. Yeah. And that's towards him. And so if I'm watching Netflix, Hulu, uh, playing video games, all this stuff, more than I'm doing anything else, then I'm, then I'm like, okay, I'm cool with that, but I want to go this way. I want to I get great with my thumbs so I can play video games. I want to get great here. I want to do – I got to close my eyes. I got to close my eyes and see something greater than where I am right now because God has called me to be greater. God me to do, do – the, the word says that, I, that God will make your name great. Yeah. Nothing I can do can make my name great, but God will make my name great. And am I in it to make my name great? No, I'm in it to, to show Jesus's name to everything I do is for Jesus. So one of the things that I've started um, praying in my personal time um, is that, Lord, as I dream by the Spirit, as I dream by the spirit and there are different things that come into my head, allow it to drop down in my heart. And as it goes from, uh, I think Mike Todd talked about, um, from your head to your heart, to your hands. Uh, and I've kind of adopted that in my prayer. So as I dream by the spirit, um, allow 
allow the things that are of you to drop into my heart. So like there's a filter that needs to take place because sometimes, sometimes some of my dreams are just, you know, selfish things or maybe, um, you know, whatever may not be of God or for this time, whatever the case may be. So asking, asking God to filter what's, uh, filter those dreams from my head to drop down into my heart. And once those things drop into my heart, allow me to hold on to those, pray for those, continue to see those things in faith until they're produced out of my hands. Yeah. It's a great prayer. And I believe, um, I believe that's, that's what we've got to do, especially, um, especially as, as believers, like we, you were talking earlier and I thought about how, um, as believers and as Christians, it's so much more important for us because we're the ones that know, we're the ones that, that know better, you know, when, when we when we begin to do something that we know we're not supposed to do a lot of times like i'm i'm thoroughly convinced that like when when we end up in a group of people and we're all doing something that we shouldn't be doing. The Christian's the one that's going to get in trouble for it. The Christian is the one that's going to get caught because why? Because, because we're, we're set apart. We know better. Like the enemy is not, the enemy is not trying to expose people that are living for the world. Like he don't care. Like they doing their thing. But the, the moment that you can cause a Christian to trip up and to get caught up in something that they're not supposed to be in. Like, that's why I feel like we see so many, so many of these pastors that are so many of these uh, Christian leaders that fall into these, um, you know, terrible sins, whether it's committing adultery or whatever the case may be. Um, because I feel like uh, we just, we, uh, as Christians, we cannot allow a foothold for the enemy because that that's all it needs. It's just, it's just, Oh, Oh, she liked my, you know, she liked my picture turned into a, okay. She left a comment. She sent me a DM. Oh, we're talking. And like it all, it always starts somewhere. And so if you don't allow that hole, that foothold, then, mm-hmm. then, then you'll protect yourself because, you know, as, as Christians, we have to, we have to be more, uh, more, more cautious mindful, and more, more mindful. Yeah. So how do we, so the question is then how do we not allow the enemy to have a foothold? <laughs> you got to have somebody you can trust. You got to have accountability. So, mm. Could you give your phone to your mom or your daddy right now? <laughs> First, can they unlock it? <laughs> I said that to I said that to a group of students uh, one time. They all looked at me like, Cause, <gasps> "No," because and and I and I guess I have not realized how um, how personal cell phones have become to where like like there there's a lot of people there's a lot of people where like 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 no one goes through my cell phone. No one like what? Like that's just, that that blows my mind. I I get it. I get it. But then that, that shows that that shows you got something in there that you shouldn't have. You're talking to somebody you shouldn't be talking to. Y'all having conversations you shouldn't have. You like, like you following accounts that you shouldn't be following. And that, that is how the enemy has a foothold. That's the foothold. That's the foothold. Like if you, you, but how do you air it out? You got to air it out. You got to air it out because there are things that have power over you because you haven't spoken them. Mm. I know. And this is a this is a 
sensitive topic because it's real life, but real life is real life. So, I mean, women, whenever they're uh, sexually abused or just abused in any type of way, this always speak up. Like they want women to speak up or whoever, not just women or whoever yeah. is sexually abused to speak up and speak it out. Because if you don't, you won't, you won't see freedom for that. And there's a, there's a, mm, there's a scripture in, mm, there's a scripture in James. There's a, first off, the, Jesus, God has already forgiven you for everything. Yeah. Like there's, you, you, you got to understand that, that, that nothing you can do nothing you will do nothing you've done it's all covered like god is taking care of that jesus on the christ mm, jesus on the cross took care of that jesus christ took all of that on the cross but in james it says to see full freedom from what you've dealt with the sin that you've committed or something jesus has already for, mm, taken that on the cross but for you to see freedom from that is by speaking it to another person Speaking it out to another person, confessing confessing what you've dealt with in your sins to other people. That's how you see full freedom from it. There's a quote from uh, this this young uh, black pastor um, that has said uh, the thing you're. How does he say it? You're a slave to the thing you're afraid to say out loud. Mm. You're 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 a slave to the thing you're afraid to say. There's a yeah that that pastor's Damn. pretty cool. Got dreads, tattoos, nose ring. Man, that's look like me. <laughs> it's not you, but it look like you. But. It is me. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, yeah, you, like we we cannot be so. We've got to have accountability. We've got to have mm-hmm. people in our lives that we trust. So if there's not one one person, if you don't have one friend, one mentor, one pastor, one parent, like you don't, if you don't have one person in your life that you trust with everything then then you setting yourself up up for failure it's as simple as that you're setting yourself up to deal with things that you were called to leave behind because mm. there there are things in your life that happened to you that should not have happened to you there are things in your life that you tapped into that you did not know weren't meant for you but because you're not willing and 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 want to be vulnerable with somebody you're not going to you're not going to get rid of it until until you're older. And it's not always it's not always um it's not always to to set you free from something you've already done. Sometimes it's to protect you from something to come. Mm-hmm. Like especially especially as as people that have grown up in the church, I feel like there's um there there's a unique temptation uh specifically for people that grow up in church where like I never had my like I never had my like my uh my ratchet phase. I never yeah. like <laughs> yeah. and and people they think, you know, well, now that I'm in college or now that I'm, you know, in my 20s, now that I'm in my 30s, I never really got to live like I wanted to. So, you know, a part of me a part of me wants to do this cuz I ain't never done it. A part of me wants to like like no. That's 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 too too common in the in the in the in the child raised in church life. Facts. Like, and that's, that's why way too common when I you mean, get to college it's like oh I, I i've been held down so long and they see it as being held down but it's no you've been you've been covered you've been you've covered been protected. You've been protected. and now that you're stepping out into this world you, you're about to tap into things that were never meant for you and that's why people you know that's why p- 
PKs have such a reputation because they, you know, yeah, people look at it as I was sheltered all my life, and as soon as I got freedom, like, and but so, it's, and so mm. it's that's why it's so important to have those people in your life, those accountability partners in your life so that like if quentin posts something tonight online that's that's a little sus i'm gonna hit him up like bro but but also <laughs> like if if i'm posting something i need to be like hold on hey bro should i post this like because if i if i have an accountability person i should i should go to them before i do certain things i'm like hold on if i feel some type of way about this let me let me ask somebody first before I do something. And people will be people. It's not that deep. It is though. Like there's yeah. been times. There's been <laughs> there's been a couple of TikTok videos that I've wholeheartedly made. Like and and like I'll send them to. I think I sent you one. I sent yeah, I sent like, some send nah, some to some people. <laughs> and just be like, hey, you think this is okay to post? And it's just it don't matter it's not it's not always like a bad thing but is this going to cause someone to stumble is this going to cause someone to uh look at christians a certain way like like it's yeah. just like and so that's what it's about and so having people that you trust like that is so important it's about being prepared there's a jesus told a story uh, tell, he tells a parable about man jesus mm, jesus talked about the most his whole thir- his whole three, three years, years of his of his uh ministry of the kingdom he was talking he talked about the kingdom so much and so he gave these a lot of different parables and he was and he would start on saying like this is how the kingdom of the kingdom is this is how the kingdom of god is and then he would begin to tell a parable of how the kingdom of god is but you wouldn't understand it if you don't have the spirit so but so he talks about the 10 versions five Five are, are going waiting for the bridegroom. Five, the, ten, ten of them are waiting for the bridegroom. Five of them have uh, lamps and they have extra oil. Five of them don't. And so the five that don't, while they're going to meet the bridegroom, they have five of them have to leave and go get and more. to go get more oil for their for their uh their little lamp, their lamp to 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 keep it to keep it on fire. And so and when they leave. The bridegroom comes and he only takes the five with the extra oil because they prepared before they went on their journey to meet the bridegroom. And when the five, the other five came back, they were left. They got left because they didn't take the time to to prepare. And that's the kingdom of that's the kingdom of God. And what do you, what do you mean? How is that the kingdom of God? OK, so the word talks about that. No one knows the hour. No one knows the day. No one knows the time when Jesus is going to come back. The word even says that only God, the father knows Jesus don't even know when he's going to come back. Like right. God, God, the father is going to be like, all right, let's get it. <laughs> and then Jesus is going to come back. Hear but, those trumpets. Mm-hmm, you gonna hear them trumpets and it's going to be time. But you as a believer, you got to prepare you got to be like okay god like so if that's the case then i need to make sure at any point in time i'm ready to go i need to make sure that i'm doing everything in this earth on this side because we're never going to get this side of eternity back we're going to get we're we're only going to be here for however long and then we're going to go to heaven and we're going to come to new heaven and the new earth and all these different stuff is going to happen but we're never going to get the time that we're here back so and so like mm. we can't say well, I never really got to live out my ratchet day. So, you know, you know, t- today I'm out here. I'm going to act crazy because, you know, I- I'm trying to do me. And what if that's the time where Jesus comes back? You out here acting like the world. 
That and, don't and 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 when I was younger, I used to believe like, oh snap! So I'm, I might go to hell because of that. But no, that, no, you're covered. You're good. You, you're you're protected. But that does not that does not mean you should sin or do different things. So grace, because mm, so grace can be more abound. Because because the key, the thing is the thing we have to understand, and I know we kind of getting late on time, but the thing we got to understand is salvation is not salvation is so much more than just getting to heaven. We we feel like the only benefit of salvation is yay you know my get out of hell free card no like there's so much that that you can tap into on this This side side. of eternity but so many people miss out because you know they get caught up in this and and caught up it's all about physical mm, attractions facts because the spiritual is more real than the physical Mm. you remember a few podcasts ago uh, it was probably been a little bit now when i said I, i i've been talking to god about that and now that you just said that, it's reminded me that I asked God to reveal that to me. And today I know that God is revealing that to me. <laughs> like I can see him showing me and revealing to me how the physical is less real than the spiritual. And yeah, I know we about to hop up out of here, but, but like you said, it takes, <sighs> sometimes it just takes, you know, saying clo- no to what you or know. Or closing your eyes and Facts. not seeing the physical. But, but, before you close your eyes, you need to open your eyes and get in the word and find out <laughs> what it says about you. I like that. Before you close your eyes, open your eyes because, because and look if at you the just, word. Because if I just been watching, playing video games, playing Fortnite or whatever, and when I close my eyes, all I see, oh, I'm, I'm smacking in Fortnite. When I close my eyes, like, what, what is that going to do for anybody? <laughs> like, nah, I need to get a picture, write it down, get it inside. And so when I close my eyes, I can see what God has called for me. And it's, man, it's all about, it's all about your mindset. It's all about changing your, renewing your mind and understanding that we are all human. Because I know, man, because just me personally, real quick, and I know we're going to hop off out of here a little bit, but me personally, I know for my walk, it, I, I don't know if I've ever really told my testimony. I'm pretty sure I have, but it, and there was a night to where, my father told me that he was proud of me and I never really realized shout out to my pops. Cause he's, he's the greatest, <laughs> the greatest. Like he, he told me one night that he was proud of me. And this was probably like one of the first times I ever heard him tell me that. And I'm telling you this straight up, dad, don't feel bad about that because there's no reason for you to be, feel bad about that. It's that night that really changed my life. And I know it changes your life, but then it also makes me think, because it's not just about what what how I was raised, how you were raised, yeah. and how you went through a life, and you weren't told the, the the you you weren't told people didn't tell you how they were proud of you. People didn't tell you that they they didn't shower you with love. They didn't that the love that you shower me and and your your sons with you didn't you didn't necessarily get that same love growing up. But you never let that stop you from from living your life. And and because of you and my and our mother, you've given us the best life. You've given us the best life, the best opportunity to 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 learn new things. And I know you with with your children because of how our our parents raised us. You you get to raise your kids, and whenever I have kids, and and and, and Brian and, and Emmanuel, all the people that you've touched. But it but it, then you begin to think of the experiences other people have or haven't had because of 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 people. Because people are the greatest blessings. 
but also people can also be the, the worst. <laughs> people can are the greatest blessings in our lives, but people can always be the worst because they don't do what they're supposed to do. And can I be mad at the world because of that? Yes. But what is that going to do? I'm just blessed that I'm here now and able to understand and see that. So now in every altercation, every every person I talk to, I have to give them the best representation of Jesus I can because that's what it's about. Because it's not about telling telling people who live a homosexual lifestyle, you're going to hell if you don't get out of that. No, just shower them with love. Just shower them with the love of God because that love will turn their hearts. It's not me telling them you're going to go to hell if you don't get out of that lifestyle. That's not what it's about. It's because religion gets gets it so miscued. All it is about is the love of Christ. It's about the love of a father who said, regardless of what they did, regardless of what you've done, I have to send my son Jesus to, to, to win you back, to redeem you back to the level that I've called you to live in. And we may not see that yet, but God has, is, is rejoicing anytime that we choose him. So, God, I just mm, before we get out of here, I'm going to just pray real quick. I'm going to pray that, Lord, that you you make it so evident to us to, to, to how to apply your your mm, how to apply the way you want us to live. Lord, because you you are the Lord of our lives, but Lord, you are the Savior. But now we ask you to become Lord. That means that you you tell us what to say. You tell us what to do. You tell us where to go, Lord. Every every day, you you are there with us, waiting for us to ask you for help. And Lord, remind us in any moment, every moment that we can always call on you for anything, for everything. That you're never going to leave us. You're never going to forsake us. You're always going to be right there with us. And it only takes us changing our mindset to asking him to help us. Because, yes, God knows what you need, but God cannot give it to you until you ask for it. You have not because you ask not. So in the name of Jesus, remind us to ask. And help us when we ask that we ask specific for specific things that we learn to how to properly ask and how to properly pray for your glory to be shown in our lives, Lord. So we praise you and we thank you in the name of Jesus. Mm. Mm. Amen. That's good. Praise God. Well, I hope, I hope this encouraged you today. I hope, um, I know we talked about, you know, quite a few different things, you know, just tapping into every opportunity when, you know, when Jesus says, come, you know, take that opportunity, understand the power in unity, understand as, uh, as Christians, how important it is for us to, um, have accountability, have people that are going to, stick with us that are going to stand with us and just daring to, to to dream don't get so caught up on the physical life but understand we're spirit beings so be encouraged today know that you're loved you have people in your corner 
we'll help however we can. You know, we we take this time to do what we can to encourage you guys. Um, and so, you know, we challenge you to do the same. Encourage somebody today. Tell someone yeah. that you love them. Tell someone that, that you see them. Yeah. Because that, you know, that that's our job ultimately, loving people. And it's the love of God that changes hearts and points people to, to him. So, so if we hadn't already said it, I love you. <laughs> uh, yeah, we love you for sure. But good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. And good night, Pops. We'll catch y'all on the next flight.